Hi, welcome to the Your Voice Matter Show. I hope you're having an amazing day, but if not, listen in and let the positive vibes just shower you. Hi, I'm Rebecca Dollinger. I'm the host of the Your Voice Matter Show, and we are here today at the lovely Fishbowl Studios here in Bedford, Texas, and our show is um, shows every uh, day, uh, every Thursday from 1 um from 12, excuse me, from 12 to 1 Central Time. I'm so glad that everyone decided to join. I want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners, whether you're in the U.S. or um, international. And a huge shout out to our amazing tech, Angelo. If you've been with us, um, you know I love quotes. Quotes are those little bitty things they help. You know, you can always remember quotes because they're short, usually. But this one's a little long. It goes like this. By replacing fear of the unknown with curiosity, we open ourselves up to an infinity of streams of possibilities. We can let fear rule our lives, or we can become childlike with curiosity, pushing our boundaries, leaping out of our comfort zone, and accepting what life puts before us, Alan Watts. I love that because that is just sums up life. Yeah, totally sums up life because we have fearful times and we have, you know, joyful. And today, you know, we're going to talk about a crazy emotion that always trips us up, and that is fear. And before we let, um, before we get into it, um. Let me say this. There is like real fear. Um, your experiences, your struggles with every day. But the one thing that I really want to, want to say here real short, the real fear, the fear of gun violence, especially in our schools. When you're afraid to send your kids to school because they might not come home in the afternoon, that is real fear. Um, because someone with an assault rifle just decided that their freedom didn't matter. And they took their lives. Our country, when we do that, I mean, I'm not getting into a lot of political, but this is how I feel. Our country is no longer is thought of as the land of the free. These kids didn't have freedom that day. This is real fear. This has to stop. The kids have no voice now. They, they are individually, they're individuals that were silenced. These kids will, you know, they will never grow up and they, and the parents are just crushed. I mean, they're more than crushed. They're just, um, it's a, it's a horrible feeling, but it's, this is real fear. And today we're going to talk about the things we can control. Um, we're going to talk about good fear and bad fear. And, um, one of the things that I always like to th- think about is, you know, sometimes that our good fear is something that keeps us safe, right? I have come to learn, um, I have a big family and I have a lot of friends and an acquaintance. But one thing I've learned, you know, there's always one person in the crowd or something like that, that, um, they, you know, they're confrontational. And a lot of times if you step back and look, sometimes these people are just, they're fearful. Um, they used somebody one time told me fear means false evidence appearing real. But fear can raise this ugly head and, and keep us from doing what we really want to do. You know, you know, I can talk myself out of mostly anything. You're like, oh man, I really don't want to go there because I'm not going to know everybody, or, and I'm going to look. You know, you tell you you tell you these you tell yourself stories sometimes. And one thing I've always learned: there are some friends or acquaintances that you have that um, they what they you know they're always trying to convince you, no matter what you say. It's wrong. You know, it's just one of those things like your opinion doesn't matter. And over the years, I want to leave you with this because it's one of the things I've learned. When somebody starts saying stuff like that and kind of like making your voice, making your voice and what you have to say, like it's nothing. 
just repeat, well, whatever you think. Just kind of blow it off. Say, whatever you think. Because most of the time, these people want to argue with you or they want to show that they are so much better than you are. And when you do that, it, it's just a, a quirk they have. And, and, and if you do that, I know that because I've, I have, I've lived this before I could talk about this. But if you do that, they will eventually come back and they're a fear. And really, they're, it's a fear of losing you. And, and their personality will change. Or they will, the way they talk to you will change. And, and that's a good thing, right? They, you know, they, they want to, if you get into the mix of it all, they're going to try to defend themselves. You know, I really don't want to spend my time trying to make, um, somebody else feel better. Um, that's on them. And the only person I can take care of is myself and how I treat other people. And that is, that is a, that is something we learn from early on, I think. One of the things you, you know, I believe if you don't respond, you know, people have a fear of, of losing you. And not responding is not a bad thing. You know, because a lot of times when you respond, fear, you, you know, you come up in this whole different form of the conversation goes sideways. Um, a lot of times, you know, we, I don't know, I think a majority of people do this. Many times we keep moving forward and, and we are really stuck. You know, really, you, you're, Something comes up at, at work, you know, you're, you know, and you're fearful of maybe I won't get that promotion or whatever. So you have sleepless nights and all of a sudden your, your self-esteem is like, you know, it's just, it's just getting lowered, right? You have depression sometimes. People get into ruts and it's, it's like starting a new business. You have no idea what in the world you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> maybe you may succeed, maybe you won't, you know. But but the whole thing is in trying. Um, you don't want to, this is my philosophy, you don't want to get to the end of your life and say, I wish I had. I wish I had done this, I wish I had done that. Because that's not living. You know, it, it's really, it's really just, just, Holding yourself in a, in a place of fear and not going forward. And some people don't even recognize that. Sometimes we have to put labels on our emotions. Um, and that's something you can teach kids really, really young. You know, kids will come to you and say, well, I feel bad. Well, yeah, okay. Well, how do you feel about, you know, what do you really feel? You know, do you feel happy? You feel sad? And, you know, you have to teach kids this from an early age. Um, but the one thing that I like is one of the examples I have here is like when you start a new business or, um, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do any of this alone. Uh, there's always someone to help you. And I think that's a, a good thing in life. You always, you can go to a small business administration. Um, you might be have a friend that's had a business before and, uh, or maybe you want to uh, try a new job. But do your due diligence and educate yourself. Seek out professional things that can guide you. This is a, a good way to take the fear away. Um, and you so, it's so funny because you see people, some people, and it's very rare, they have no fear. You know, and I, I sometimes wonder how they were raised or what made, did they go through something that, you know, that actually it's something really good, I guess. But I think you have to have healthy fear. You know, you, you know, like kids, you won't, you know, you just don't stick your finger in the fire. That's really going to hurt. Um, but soon, um, fear will disappear, uh, disappear once you replace it with confidence. And I don't think we talk about confidence enough, but fear is, Fear is one of those things that we, I talked to Angelo a, a while ago about this, about being false evidence appearing real. And Angelo, what do you think about fear today? What we have to deal with? Well, um, oh, let me see. Okay, cool. 
Well, fear is one of those things that we are really having to just kind of, it's one of those household names nowadays. I mean, just because there's so many scary things going on in the world. I mean, if anything, what I feel most about fear, I love your analogy. Um, I feel like it's something, yeah, that, that we put in our minds to limit ourselves from multiple things, whether that's, you know, career paths or, you know what I mean, um, going outside these days, you know what I mean, going in the pool, hopping in the pool. Uh, I, I find recently I went to a water park with my daughter, the little indoor water park, and there's this slide, it's called the drop slide, and for years we've been going to this water park, and you know, we never got on the slide. We were just so afraid, so afraid of just because the the platform beneath your foot just goes, it just drops. Oh, so you just fall. <laughs> so we've always just kind of been like, I don't know about that. Well, I overcame my fear finally years. I mean, so many years and I got on the drop slide uh, this past weekend and um <laughs> It was insane. It was definitely one of those things, but I, I, it was one of those mental blocks that I felt ready, and I was like, you know, I'm ready to do it, and I did it, and I didn't get hurt. It was amazing. It was fun. Um, my daughter, she was crying. She just didn't want to get on it. She was afraid, and I could just see the fear in her eyes that she was just like, you know, Dad, I'm not ready today. And uh, I understood. I had to kind of encourage her a little bit, but I didn't want to push her too much to a point of, you know, mm -hmm. being uncomfortable. And so uh, once I kind of understood, okay, maybe today's not the day, you know, uh, it, I just understand it to be one of those things that, yeah, kind of just it, it sits in your mind and it limits you and it and it and it you know it keeps you afraid. It, it creates scenarios in your head of outcomes that you know are probably not going to happen. You know what I mean? It prevents mm -hmm. you from doing something that you might really enjoy or or you know keep you from something that is important in your life. Well, the, the important thing is you planted the seed in right. our head. You know, like I can like maybe try this one of these days. Exactly. You know. And that's important. But, you know, the lesson there, you know, um, you were talking about, you know, we have everyday fears. Right, you know? right. And we have things that go through our heads. Uh, I can't remember. Somebody, um, a, a scientist told me one time how many um, thoughts that go through your head every day. And it was like, oh, man, then, then mine's probably on drugs or something. Because Absolutely. I have so many. Um, I'm a writer, so... Because that's just in the conscious mind. Imagine how many thoughts are going on in the subconscious mind, you know what I mean, that we're just, like, not even aware uh, right. to. And, and, you know, they kind of motivate our every move, you know, our every our every action, you know. So it's it's wild. And I'm a writer. So my imagination can go, all, I mean, all over the place because it is... Um, it's just like that. Um, I guess some people are born with a good imagination, and but my writing, you know, I always say, can take you places you've never been before. Absolutely, it just paints a picture, and um, so that can be good and that can be bad because when you're talking about fear, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, it's it's funny because you, all of a sudden you can think, oh my gosh, you know, if I do this, this is this might happen. Or am I not? And I think that's where people get stuck. And, you know, we fear the unknown. Or we fear... And I think a lot of that has been put into our heads. Absolutely. Maybe when we were young or maybe sure. on TV or... in our When we were young um, or past experiences. I know for, you know... Um, and of course, it's with no uh, no intention. I know it's all you know. Parents, you know, I grew up with parents that you know they wanted me around. They didn't want me, you know. I couldn't stray off too far. So I mean, some of those things, <laughs> yeah. you know, these these ideas that they say, like, oh well, you know, there's these things going on in the world, and then you kind of grow up with them, and you're like, and then you get old, and then you kind of understand. Well, hey, I mean, yeah, they're happening, but it's just not as intense, you know what I mean? As like you thought it was right. when you were a kid, and your parents were like, no, you got to stay inside. There's there's weirdos, and there's people out there, and it's like, well, yeah. But you know, like there's also ice cream, and there's also you know what I mean. There's <laughs> yeah. roller coasters, and there's friends, and you know what I mean. So it's like it, it definitely is one of those things that fear can keep you. And 
of course worry you know as a parent now i understand the fear um mm-hmm. and this is all relevant kind of with the conversation today with you know just the fear of you know even a kid having to go to school because you don't know what <laughs> god i mean god forbid you don't know what could happen these days mm-hmm. and it's just it's sad to say that we're in that uh, that situation that situation mm-hmm. um but again it's it's about you know being able to kind of like not be controlled by your fear not letting your fear i i, I like the word awareness more you know um and just being more aware of your surroundings and and understand the climate of the times and know where you're at and and what what's going on and and be safe and protect your own and and just live life because it is sh- so short we we don't have right. a uh, a time when when it, it all ends so you know live that live your life don't live in fear go outside you know what i mean and and get get on that drop slide you know what i mean like whatever <laughs> that that drop slide is for you you know what i mean so you got to be able to just enjoy the moment at times safely you know and well, not be afraid well i like your idea of changing the words yeah yeah because um i've always told my daughter when she goes out the door like be careful mm-hmm. and i'm thinking well, I want her to be careful, right? Right. But maybe that maybe that's um, maybe she's taking it like, oh, there's going to be something that might uh, yeah, like happen. a doom somewhere. Yeah, right yeah. I never, I never, yeah. See, I never thought about that. So it's always good about talking about other people. Absolutely. I know, I know, but fear can actually paralyze you. Oh yeah. I don't know how many times you know it keeps you from moving forward. You know, um, I'm scared. Of, well. See, there you go with the words again. I'm right. scared of this. Uh, I don't want to start my new business. I'm scared it won't. It won't. Yeah. What if? What, what if, if? What if? And and that's something that I've had to going back to that reprogramming thing. You know, um, my daughter would always be like, "Well, what if this? You know, well, what if this?" And I that's something that's kind of just a, a theme in our house. You know, the the bad what ifs. Like, get those bad what ifs and and turn them into good what ifs. <laughs> like, what if we get there and your favorite donuts at the store? What if we get there and they're running late too? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just don't allow that pressure and that you know to to keep you right. in that state of fear of like, oh no, what if this happens? What if this happens it's like well yeah but what if the opposite happens. happens right what if the good stuff happens right. too so well it, see i grew up with four siblings yeah. so <laughs> everybody looked out for you right? right but if you have an only child you know it's different yeah absolutely it's, it's totally different like oh there's nobody so i always tell my daughter i says pick your friends wisely mm. because they're going to be like your sisters and brothers yeah yeah so that always made a difference i feel like they were kind of like buddy buddy um sometimes people are just um another thing people are scared of success you know and this is uh, this is so common i can't believe it um you're just scared of the future you're scared of what ifs what if that happens what if that but you know nine times out of ten none of that happens yeah you know yeah it's all in your head and and you know um or even worse um because I am a firm believer of, you know, the power of thought and the power within, <laughs> because you spend so much time and so much of your energy thinking about this thing, mm-hmm. you might manifest it or you might, you know, bring something similar to it around your realm just because you're naturally attracting that energy by keeping it in your mind so often. You know what I mean? It's yeah. leading you to things, you know, like if just a simpler way, if I wake up this morning and I like think about cravings, like we wake up and we know we're craving spaghetti. I'm going to make spaghetti for dinner later. I know that I'm going to get Hit, hit the store, get noodles and you know tomato sauce and all that stuff. So it's that programming of like, okay, if I keep this thing in my mind, I might end up walking into it just because uh, of it's. I mean, I'm preparing for something that could happen, but it, it's really not going to if if you would just get out of your mind. You know what I mean, and not attract that kind of energy. Well, too, and if, if it does happen, you say, oh yeah, see, I yeah. was right. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that just kind of um, reinforces that you know the overcoming fear. Right, right. Now, sometimes, now this is what I do, and it um, it helps with fear and stuff like that. When something's really nagging at you, I write. Mm. You write until you can't write anymore. Now, this really works, guys. Um, and then when you're done writing. I mean, it can be messy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you can hardly read it. Just get it out. Just get it out on paper and go back and read it. 
and you're gonna you're gonna say, oh my gosh, that's nothing, you know, that was all kind of mixed up in my head, you know, and you know, and I have a wild imagination. It's just it just that's what it is. <laughs> so when you get through reading it, shred it up. Throw it in the garbage, whatever you do. It is out of your head, and it's no concern anymore. And it really is like a breath of fresh air. It's yeah. like, you know, you know, you're like, your heart is like lifted. It's not this heavy weight on you. And, and sometimes people don't realize that, I think, because our, you know, if you're worried about something, you're not going to be happy. I mean, even though you got a smile on your face, it's not going to show through. Right, right. You're going to do things differently. You're not going to, you yeah. know, yeah. You're just going to move throughout the day with a with a certain cloud over you. You know what I mean? It's just not going to be as your, your food isn't going to taste as good. The music isn't going to sound as <laughs> good. You know what true, I mean? Yeah. True. It's it's just there's going to be that thing on your mind that's just like, what is it? You can't shake it. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you just have something. You need something just to jolt you out of that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, I think people don't realize that they're um, they have all of this stuff in their head. Um, you know, they have um, it's really negative. You know, it's like being worried about this or being worried about that. And you know, there are things that are we have to worry about. You know, paying the rent. You know, or or and getting a new car and you you know whatever. Um, don't look at it as worry. Look at it as, oh, you know, just turn it around. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a great opportunity. I got, I got the best apartment, you know, or, you know, it just look at it. It's really, if you do it a few times, it becomes habit. Right. You know, I had somebody tell me one time, if they do it one time, it's a habit for them. They're just that type of person. It's, um, but, um, no, just look. At, it becomes a habit when you get into that in that mindset um, of fear. It just becomes that's the first thing you think of when you get up in the morning and when you go to bed at night. And to me, that's an awful way. That's not a good way to live. Um, but there are good things about instincts and and fear. A fear can a fear can be a good thing to use. Uh, I remember when I was in college, um, we went to a party, and um, I went with a friend, and she, and anyway, it, it looked pretty cool, you know, it's just a regular party, and somehow, something, all of a sudden, I felt like, man, I have to leave. I need to leave. This is not a, for some reason, my instincts was, was telling me, you know, this is not good. You need to go. And I listened to my instincts, and I and I asked the girl that came with me. I, I said, "I've got to go. This is something wrong here." And she goes, "No, it's fine." So she stayed. But the next day, I found out there was stuff going on that I didn't I didn't realize, and I was so glad I listened to my instincts, you know. And so fear sometimes can be and sometimes is a good thing to have i'm a, a, a mild of it, mild case of it i guess you could say yeah 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 but i mean if i didn't leave you know you know who would you know things could have happened or stuff yeah, like and I that guess that's that's kind of like it goes back to I, I don't know i just because i feel so strongly about the word fear i just love the word awareness more than anything and just being aware of your intuition being aware of your surroundings being aware of you know you know it's like i tell my daughter or used to tell her now she's a little bit older i don't have to tell her this as often (laughs) but sometimes it it takes a reminder you know when you're doing something wrong and you know when you're doing something right you know how it makes you feel you know the feeling you get whenever you're about to you know do something you know you're not supposed to and and the, the small bit of excitement or worry or whatever that thing is you know that feeling you get when you're about to do something you're not supposed to. So you have to really be in tune with yourself and be able to know, like, okay, I get if I have a feeling that something is off, something's not right, something's not aligned with myself, and I'm aware of that. So I now need to remove myself from a situation right. or a place. And again, I, I, 
I can see like the the fear thing, but again, I just I love the word awareness so much more, like because I f- I feel so strongly about the word fear and and how much it does, like like how you said in the analogy, like it's it's something that is just not it's not real. It's something that we put in our minds that you know. Right. Could, it could happen, couldn't happen, and, and it just limits us in so many ways. Well, I like your idea about changing the words. I yeah. think that is really because it takes on a whole different meaning right. when we do that. Right. So if you're aware of something, you know, it's it's like, okay, I'm aware of it. You know, I, I know it's, you know, out there. Yeah. But it doesn't put that spooky stuff in there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Because fear can actually it, paralyze yeah. you. That's what I mean. The word itself, I mean, the, by definition, I mean, it's te- it's something terrifying, something, you know what I mean? Something that's mm-hmm. making you feel usually not good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's crazy because I am one of those people that enjoys watching scary movies. Oh, so it's like, what <laughs> kind, you know, or, or even roller coasters, you know what I mean? What level of afraid is tolerable right. how much afraid do, you know is 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 there a difference between like uh, the the fear of like you know something we know isn't real like watching a movie to like incite that feeling or is the or is it this is it along the same lines of that negative connotation of the word fear and like that's why i know a lot of people who are like i don't watch scary movies because of the energy and the the vibe it could bring in you know because it, it does align with that spirit of fear you know right. what i mean so it's like how much of it do we allow you know what i mean because especially you say you know writer <laughs> author stephen king is one of my favorite authors oh, descriptive yeah. i mean you know he right. puts you there if uh, the movie I watch in my head while reading a book is way better than any movie I've seen on screen, you know what I mean? So that's a good writer, you know. Yeah. So uh, especially exactly if you have a good writer like that who's able to put you there. And uh, I mean, I love me a good Stephen King story or movie. Like I love The Shining. I love you know what I mean. It and I love all those things. It's just I love it, you know. Well, see, I'm not that way. That spooky thing is like. Um no, it, I mean, yeah. because my imagination just goes further. It's like, yeah, it's, sure. It goes, and, and then you can't sleep at How night. How far down the rabbit hole do you allow yourself to go? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time when I was a kid, um, we were watching some kind of spooky thing, and oh my gosh, I jumped up and turned the TV off. <laughs> I was so scared. It's like, I can't watch this anymore. You know? <laughs> and, and I had the same, th- similar. But with book, my first attempt at reading it by Stephen King, I tried, and I just started getting the worst nightmares. And I, th- yeah, I got up one a day out of bed. I grabbed that book and I threw it the, as deep in my closet as it could go, and forgot about it for years. You know what I mean? I later read it and then you know made it through it. But like for a time there, I was like, I'm staying away from that book. It's not right. Well, too, you made a good point because uh, it depends. If if you're young, if you're a kid, or yeah. you know, if you grow up, I mean, as you grow up, things don't seem to bother you as much, yeah. or they, or you understand them better. Sure, sure. Like this is only a book, right. you know. Um, yeah, because well, I still have my imagination that goes wild on me. Oh yeah, um, you know, I, <laughs> I remember one time I had something wrong with my leg, and next thing you know, I think, oh gosh, they're just gonna have to like amputate it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you that's how I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and fear can just, it can take over your whole mind. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of being aware. Mm-hmm. Being aware of those things, oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. I really like that. Um, sometimes you just have to um, keep fear or awareness of yeah. those things at bay. Right. You know? And it's, this is so funny to me because... Um, when you start being uh, um, aware of all those things or right. fearful of all sure. those things, it's like a roller coaster. You know, one one thought is provoked, and then you have another one, and another one, and another. So it crowds out all the good thoughts you have in your your mind. Oh yeah, you know, it gets really. It's like okay, you know, almost you almost have to force yourself to think good thoughts, right? And before you know it, you've almost convinced yourself you're living in this scenario that you've totally made up in your head. Right. Yeah. Is that it's called all made it, up. Is that called insanity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a friend that says insanity is doing something over and right, over, right, 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 expecting right. different results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've done that a couple times. Yeah. Whenever I, you know, try to plug in the phone charger at night, and I'm like, you know, flipping it around and flipping it around, and I can't see it. Where is it? Where? Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
We are back with the Your Voice Matters, and we are talking about fear or awareness, as Angela likes to say. <laughs> now, fear is a real thing. I just don't like, I, like, I love to be aware more than I like to be afraid. I'll put it that way. Okay, yeah. Well, that makes sense, yeah. But there is such thing as good fear. Sure, like, uh, you know, a lot of people say the fear, like, I'm a, I'm a God-fearing man, you know what I mean, or a God-fearing woman, you know, a lot of people are... God fearing, or you know what I mean. Uh, there's some people like some parents like to, you know what I mean. I won't buy, you know what I mean. They want to, yeah, not so much fear, but like it's a it's a thing of like respect. Like, I need my child to respect me and understand, that not I'm fearful of you. I think that was back in our maybe grandparents' day or something. Sure, sure. Yeah, definitely more back then, they ruled with iron fist for sure. Yeah, those days. yeah. But when, I mean, there are things that you need to be aware of. And it's, you know, like strangers or fires or, you know, there are things that, you know, you have to have a respect for. And, um, and I think fear or awareness, it stays right below the surface. It can pop its head up anytime. And sometimes when you do that, it's, it's sort of like waiting on the sidelines, you know. And one thing that can counteract this fear is really trust and courage because if you don't have trust, if they take a back seat then this fear kind of develops and you know and one of the things that i've learned over the years is when you have trust and courage fear goes away you have to you know it's just the opposite of what um you have to replace it you know when you have something that is always on your mind, I feel like you have to take one emotion out and replace it with something else, or something else crawls in. Right. You know, that's the one. So, a lot of times, I I I have been like, if I've been scared of something, or you know, just you know, I was fearing to do that. You know, I have to walk through it. A lot of times, you just have to walk through those things that come up in life, and. And I try to walk through it with trust and courage. And when you're on the opposite side of it, on the other side of it, you realize, you know, what was all that about? You know, most of this has happened in our minds. And some people have the fear, you know, some people have a fear of to be themselves. And I think this is really a shame because there are so many people out there that have, are so good. You know, but they're just fearful of somebody getting too close, and some and or knowing them too much that maybe they were hurt in the past. And to me, that's that's really sad. I mean, it's sad that it happened. Um, but sometimes I think we sell ourselves sell we sell ourselves short. There's too many S's there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean. Ooh, man, that's definitely one of those things. Mm-hmm. Getting into new relationships, starting new friendships, or starting right. new, uh, you know, bonds with people because of past experiences. You know what I mean? It's definitely one of those things that can keep you locked, you know, afraid from making new friends and having new experiences mm-hmm. in, in life. And oh man. It's hard because that's one of those everyday fears. That's one of those like everybody deals with it. Everybody Every day. has had a bad interaction with someone that has kind of further influenced how they move in another relationship, whether that be romantic or friendship or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Whew. But you know what? Sometimes if you've been been in that situation before and you meet somebody that maybe has some of those traits. Sure. You automatically like put them in a. No, it doesn't align with your person. And right. It has nothing to to do with anything wrong with them or anything wrong with right. you. Right. It has just more to you know. Like I am aware of those qualities. <laughs> and I know that, how that responds to my qualities. Right. And, you know, it'd probably just be best if we like you know work either if not at all, then maybe <laughs> in another way like from a distance. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think is to get free of fear, um, you just replace things with the opposite. Um, so the opposite of fear is love and knowledge and understanding. And I love that. It also has curiosity. 
and trust. If you you know if you can't trust somebody, that's you know I have I have um, when you meet people and you know sometimes you have those people that are really really close to you, and then you have the people that are in the middle, (laughs) and you have the people that you don't trust at all. (laughs) But I think you have to have a lot of courage and calmness and actually walk through this because. if you're scared, scared of something, it's going to ruin your life. I mean, there's a, like we talked about, there's a healthy fear. But also, fear of getting in your car and going across town, you know? That's, that's again, another one of those everyday, everybody fears. Right. Uh, especially, for some reason, me recently, I don't know, like, I, I've gotten a couple car accidents in my life, and they're all, they've all, ter- they're all terrifying, every single one. But... Um, <laughs> You know, just looking back at my the people I know who I went to high school with, my age, all of them so far, just because, you know what I mean, we're all still fairly young and, you know, we're not dealing with anything like, you know, but it's all car accidents and anytime they've passed or gotten hurt or in the hospital series, it's car accidents, it's car accidents. So it's like, it really brings you like oh, this this level of like understanding of how often it does happen if you're not safe or even sometimes if you are safe. Just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild place, so um, I know about that fear of getting in the car and just yeah. cross town. Yeah, going away. Yeah. Well, I won't tell you this. I used to race when I was a teenager. Yeah. It's like a it's like a need for speed. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a feeling that it you get, and I don't, I think it's I think it's like, you know, maybe you should go to a, a counselor because it's almost it's almost. It's like you're flying. I don't know. It's yeah. No, 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 nothing like that. Just, yeah, I had a 460 um, Thunderbird. Oh, yeah. That thing would fly. Yeah. yeah, my uncle had it souped up, and I thought, and then he sold it to me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know. But it's, I don't know. I maybe then you know, you don't really. I was to say you grow out of that, but sometimes you know you kind of kind of tone it down a little bit because yeah, yeah. I still like to go fast but I get tickets when I go fast <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good um, I guess you know that, that awareness builds up and you're just like you know maybe I don't know like yeah there, there, there comes a point where you're just like okay my fast days are you know it's time to slow down let me just take my time and you know what I mean it, mm-hmm. I know, some things you are for the time some things are you know what I mean it's it's, but at least you weren't afraid. Like, you know what I mean? There were people there who would never, like, race. You know, the, the idea of, yeah. no way, no way. They wouldn't yeah. do it. So it's like, you, you you lived it, you were there, you went fast, and now you have that, like, experience to where it's like, if you coast for the rest of your life, it's like, you know, I was already there. Yeah, but you know what? I always had boundaries. Yeah. You know, it was sort of like, you know, to this point, this is yeah. as far as I'm going, you know. And I, I think that's good. I think... Uh, yeah, limits. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think our parents had put that in us. You know, it was almost like the the deal of being a little dangerous, maybe. And I think people get addicted to that. <laughs> yeah, but it too. You know, I I had no fear, and I don't know whether it's because you're young, and you, have, you know, but but no, I was confident. You know. But sometimes it's really hard to actually muster all that courage, yeah. you know, and and yeah. and trust and stuff like that. But that is one thing that I think that, you know, for me, I have to do. I have to have enough courage to, you know, to actually go and do something, something that makes me feel uncomfortable, 
you know, and and they that's where we grow as and, yeah, that's where you grow as individuals. And if you don't do that, you're going to stay in your same rut. Like if you're 20 now, when you get 60, you're going to be just the same. Well, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah, it's true. And I think sometimes life just takes us in places that kind of forces us to do those things, forces us to change. And, you know, you can go kicking and <laughs> screaming all you want, but those are, those are good lessons. Yeah. Lessons learned. Yeah. Yep. I think that. Absolutely. But uh, my experiences over and through my life and everything, and, and I think they were good for me. I mean, whether they were good or bad, they were good for me. It it molds it molds you into the person you are today. You know, I wasn't like uh, I'm not the same person I was when I was 20. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I, I have to tell you a funny, a funny story about that. Well, that was a 63 Thunderbird, right? So, most cars take four quarts of oil, right? This one took six. I did not know that when I got it. So, my brother was telling me about this, and I go, oh, okay. Uh, so, I was coming home from school, um, and I thought, oh, man, I need probably need to put more put oil in there. So, I stopped and I put another quart of oil in there. So I get down the street and I am just smoking like this because I have now I have too much oil in my my car. My father would have absolutely have just killed us because because yeah you know, he was a, he was a mechanic and you know and I had a there was a police officer sitting across the street on this light and they were just laughing. They didn't they didn't pull me over. <laughs> they were just laughing. I thought, oh this girl, what's wrong with her? <laughs> But I love cars. So. Yeah. Well, we're about almost time to to wrap this thing up. Um, but I'm so glad we got to share our experiences, strength, and hope with you guys. Um, thank you for being here. And catch us on um, Fishbowl Studios' Facebook page. And next Thursday we will be here. And we will have Chris Dollinger here. She's a certified archaeologist. And a leukemia researcher. She is like on fire. So until then, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.